All right, welcome to episode four of the My Take Radio Minority Film Report. This is Slick. Um, this is going to be the first Minority Film Report of 2011, and I'm going to be doing this one without Rich because, you know, our schedules just conflict, so I had to do this one without him. Now, if you've read any of my reviews on the site, you know usually when I do a full review is called Slick's Nitpicks. This is what I affectionately like to call Slick Shit Picks because I'm going to be reviewing some really, really bad movies. And they're pretty much going to all have a maritime theme. And if you want to catch them with me, we do have a chat, usually Saturday night starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'll announce the movie in the chat and we'll all watch it together. This one that I'm about to review is called 2010 Moby Dick. It's a direct-to-video little gem, as I'll call it. And this one I got to watch with my Take Radio fan, Dark Helmet, so shout-out to Dark Helmet for that one. And here we go. Now, as the title might suggest, this is based loosely on the classic American novel Moby Dick. It does star a Captain Ahab who starts out as a submarine a submarine um helmsman back in 1967 he hears what he describes as an emptiness in the ocean and he decides that he's going to pursue this further but his captain tells him not to he says instead we'll just take pictures so they up their periscope take pictures and this is somewhere, it doesn't even tell you really where it is. I, I would guess by the scenery that it's the Arctic. And they take pictures of Moby Dick, which pisses him off. He literally bites the subs almost in half. And somehow, you know, while he's rampaging and dragging the sub up to the surface, nobody drowns. But he breaks through the ice. He doesn't just break through the ice. He lands on the ice. Now, anybody knows with just basic whale biology, if a, if a whale's on land, that's it. You're over. But not Moby Dick. Ahab manages to survive this the um, attack only to have his leg ripped off as Moby Dick miraculously glides backward on the ice back into the hole that he created and drags the front part of the sub with him. Not only does Ahab survive having his leg horribly torn off, he lives somehow in the Arctic where nobody knows where they are. There's no way to radio because the radio's back in the ocean again. And, you know, he just miraculously survives. Cut forward to present times. Ahab is in command of an, a newly developed nuclear submarine called the Pequod, which coincidentally is the name of the ship that the original Captain Ahab piloted in the book. Um, they decide out of nowhere to kidnap Dr. Michelle Herman, played by Renee O'Connor. Captain Ahab is played by Barry Bostwick. 
I would guess that Renee O'Connor's role is supposed to be like Ishmael since she winds up being like the main character in the story. And um, a lot of bizarre events start to take place. First, you have a whale watching ship that, for you know, just no apparent reason, the whale watching ship is watching whales. And the the guy who's heading the tour says, "I think there's going to be a full breach." You see a whale jump out of the ocean, only to have Moby Dick jump out of the ocean. And this is when you get your second glimpse of just how retardedly large Moby Dick is. Remember, I said he bit a submarine in half. Now, a sperm whale already looks like the Down Syndrome cousin of the whale family because it has a, you know, a very large... no, um, The nose area of his head is very large. Moby Dick... I don't know. First of all, if you look at the cover on the DVD, they, they ripped it straight off from Jaws. And... Moby Dick's just so freakishly huge that it ate a humpback whale whole. And that alone just... (laughs) Dark Helmet and I, we were just like, what the fuck is going on? Because, first of all, the whale jumps out of the ocean, and then Moby Dick jumps out and eats the whale. And in less than two seconds... Moby Dick submerged and breached again and landed on the whale-watching ship. I'm like, it's got to be movie magic. Mind you, this attack gets blamed on Ahab because Ahab has been not reporting in for about a week because basically Ahab made this sub to hunt Moby Dick because he wants revenge for losing his leg, just like in the book. Um... And that's really where the similarities with the book end. There was one survivor to the attack. Mind you, nobody in the Navy says, hey, let's interview this survivor to make sure that it's Ahab. One guy does it, and she's like, was the, was the ship black? And the girl's crying. She's like, no, it was white. She doesn't say it's a white whale, just as white. So this guy decides that Ahab's innocent. The one guy who believes Ahab's innocent flies off in a ship and gets killed by Moby Dick. Because Moby Dick... Oh no, I'm sorry. First, you have a gunship that's shooting bullets into the ocean that managed to hit a submarine. The submarine launches a nuclear... Warhead at Moby Dick, but the, of course the gunship thinks that they're firing at them. The warhead kills a giant squid. <laughs> it just gets—you can't buy this shit. You got mega mega shark and giant octopus all over again, and Moby Dick jumps out of the ocean and eats the gunship whole. You know, simple things like propellers tearing up your insides. None of that bothers Moby Dick. So we continue, and the guy who's trying to clear Ahab's name 
chases the Pequod to Hawaii, where in a nameless Hawaiian island, you have a little cutoff where Moby Dick swims in and basically the Pequod blocks them in. This is where it gets just beyond retarded. The ship, which is um, basically just an airplane, tries to attack Moby Dick. Moby Dick clips it. That crashes, so the one guy who believes Ahab dies. The Pequod sends out three boats, and Ahab has some kind of gun that I can only assume he borrowed from Megatron. It's that damn big. And he plans on shooting Moby Dick with that, even though the gun itself is nowhere near enough, you know, to harm Moby Dick. On the island, the doctor is basically running for cover because they're shooting all kinds of missiles and torpedoes at Moby Dick, missing and hitting the island. And this is where Moby Dick miraculously jumps out of the water. Doesn't quite land on the island, but flies from one end of the island to the other. Like just squirming like a worm. And then gets back in the water on the other side. So the torpedoes hit the island. They blow up the island completely, but the doctor survives. Uh, Moby Dick crashes the Pequod and everybody including uh, Ahab dies because Ahab shot a harpoon at Moby Dick and wound up drowning again, just like in the book. And that was pretty much the end of the movie. Dark Helmet and I needed severe therapy after watching this movie. And, you know, I apologize to him profusely for making him watch it, but I thank him for being brave enough to do so. This movie on IMDb gets a 2.9 out of 10. And I think that's just being gracious. Moby Dick... Moby Dick makes Piranha 3D look like... I don't know. Makes it look like Citizen Kane. That's how bad this movie is. If you have a bunch of friends that you want to get stone drunk, then I would say watch this movie. Because you'll probably laugh your asses off until you're sober. If you're sober, keep about 25 Advil near you because you'll need them. That's how bad your head will hurt after watching this movie. Really, that's about it. The only other thing I'm going to say is that I'm actually going to, for your entertainment, submit myself to more torture. Because I've noticed there's a there's a nice little pack of really bad ocean movies. I'm going to do a review for Sharktopus probably tomorrow after watching it. I forgot what the second Mega Shark movie is. I think it's Mega Shark versus Giant Croc. I gotta catch that one too. And then I think there's Giant Croc versus Dinosaur, something like that. And 
they're just awful. Just the previews are awful. I forgot Mega Shark versus Giant Croc features Urkel, so I gotta watch that one. And um basically if you're brave enough and you wanna be part of the, the minority film report, then join us for our chat Saturday night at eight PM and I'll announce whatever movie we're gonna watch and if you wanna download it or stream it, just let me know and we'll get it in. But this is Slick signing off for episode four of the Minority Film Report. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't watch this movie or you might die from, you know, the pain. And tune in for the next episode. Peace. <laughs>